All of us need stories to give us inspiration and hope to heal. Well, this is one that not only will it give you hope, however, there is so much information about why you're still sick, not just information, but I think discovery. I think that there'll be clues in here that will lift up the stones in your own journey to say, wow, this could be why I still don't feel well. And as usual, it's not what you think. Stay tuned for this episode of Cell TV. I want to give thanks to one of our sponsors, Cyto Defend. Look, at a time like this, I think that our immune system and keeping our immune system up right now is more important than ever. I can also tell you that I pay attention to the things that keep my immune system on par and healthy. So, so glad that Cited Defend is one of our sponsors here on Cell TV. And it's a product that I use, my family uses, and hopefully you'll check it out. And by the way, you can check it out with the link right here below. If you wanna try a free bottle, you can actually get a free bottle, just pay the shipping. And I think you'll reorder after that, but check it out. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing CytoDefend product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit freeimmunity.com. Again, that's freeimmunity.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith, and today we welcome Mitch Webb, a Pompa pain to purpose story. Mitch has a unique emotional story about healing from chronic disease. We always love to hear about real life outcomes to Dr. Pompa's healing strategies, so I cannot wait to hear this one. Let's welcome Mitch Webb and, of course, Dr. Pompa. Welcome, both of you. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, well, Mitch, I, I, you know, I look, I always say that I believe that we have a duty to tell our story because that's what changes lives, honestly. Um, you know, it's, it's giving back. And um, I believe in the way that gives people hope. And when people have hope, they can heal. If people lose hope, they can't heal. And it's the stories. It's our stories that really change the mind um, back into an ability to heal. Not only that, I, I believe in every story, we gain an insight. We gave an insight to our own. I know when I was sick and challenged that I, was, I would hear certain people's stories, what they did. I would even ask them leading questions. And I would always learn from it. I would always learn something. And I know our viewers are going to learn something today. That's a guarantee. <laughs> so with that said, Mitch, uh, you, know, you were absolutely the student who I knew it was pain to purpose. I knew God had a purpose beyond you, and I knew that he was going to use it, and sure enough, you know, he has and is, so I so appreciate you being here to share the story and the knowledge you've gained in the process. Absolutely, you know, one thing you mentioned in the intro was, you know, the uh, having to share your story after you get your answer, after you after you get better, to inspire others, and, and that's exactly what happened when I met you, you know, I, I uh, came to your event down in Atlanta. I was living in North Carolina at the time. You know, Ben Greenfield was doing like a little uh, giveaway or something like that. I want to come down and, and meet you guys. I was learning or training to be a health coach myself and had been through a lot and we can talk about that. But um, I remember you getting on stage, <clears throat> didn't know who you were and uh, you shared your story of pain to purpose and overcoming and 
the, the clients that you'd helped. And, and I was sitting there, I was there to shake hands. I was there to network, right? I was there to meet people and learn. And um, you brought me to my knees because I'd never heard anyone describe what I was going through to such a T. And exactly like you said, it motivated me and let me know that that healing was possible. And I said, you know, I got to meet this guy. We got to talk. And, you know, nine, 12 months later, we were, you know, had worked together. Yeah. Awesome. I, I, I love hearing that, honestly. Let's go back um, before you even met me, right? Mm -hmm. Before that seminar, um, you know, talk about it. Like, you know, I always ask the question, you know, and, and again, asking you the question is a little different than asking, you know, someone because you have greater insight now on how you ended up sick. But back up as far as you feel necessary for our viewers and listeners um, to where it all started. For me, it started with a head injury. So I was uh, traveling, studying abroad in, in Germany when I was in college and we were partying. It was a World Cup and I partied maybe a little bit too much and fell two stories and hit my head. Traumatic brain injury. Um, woke up the next day thinking I had a really bad hangover. Uh, started having out of body experiences, extreme anxiety that I learned were called panic attacks. Um, started broke out in uh, autoimmune psoriasis about six months after that moved into a house of black mold without knowing it, was placed on medications for the anxiety, developed Lyme disease, found out that heavy metals were an issue with, with working with you, understood that, that, that the way they were detoxing that was incorrect, was, it was done incorrectly and really causing more harm than it was helping. Um, you and I discovered the fatty liver, uh, potentially pre-diabetes. Uh, the doctor I'm working with now even thinks that I had full-blown diabetes at one point. Uh, we were, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety, insomnia, and, uh, you know, we started, you know, unpacking it from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if that seminar, I, I drew, you know, the three-legged stool and, Absolutely. you know, how people get sick and, and how they'll, they'll get well. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if I spoke about the perfect storm because what you described right there was the perfect storm, right? Absolutely. Head injury, which opens up the blood-brain barrier, by the mm -hmm. way, and a lot of people start there and, or, you know, physical trauma of any sort, really, you know, that's mm -hmm. one stress moved into a moldy home, another stress, right? You mentioned uh, heavy metals, lime, stress, stress, bucket full, bucket overflows, genes get triggered, end up with autoimmune, end up with uh, all types of symptoms, uh, bizarre, unexplainable diagnosis, maybe if you're lucky, well, I don't know, if it lands you on medication, maybe not so lucky, mm -hmm. but that's exactly what happened to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was upside down and, you know, had 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 been making progress. And I think I was really healthy. I know I was really healthy going into it. And um, a lot of doctors thought I was crazy. They thought they laughed me out of the office. I didn't I didn't look like I had diabetes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I remember, you know, when I was sick, I, you know, going to different doctors, practitioners and um, looking for answers. You know, I wanted to find something and Again, I would say the majority just thought I was crazy. Honestly, I, you know, because it didn't add up. Uh, even my blood work was normal. You know, I, I remember when we were working together, you know, I mean, of course you had thyroid symptoms, of course, adrenals, um, of course, you know, different autoimmune. Did your blood work ever show anything? Mine didn't, uh, you know, most of the time. You know, it's, it's funny you say that um, until you and I started working, I've been trying to do ketosis for six months. I mean, I remember getting up on stage or, or raising my hand a million times while you guys are talking about it and going, you know, I must be doing something wrong. And like I see a lot of clients now, they, what do you do? You work out harder, you eat less, you fast more when your body's not ready for it. 
Mm-hmm. I was doing all of those things. There was no sign or symptom. I mean, maybe, maybe looking back, maybe my blood glucose was around 100, maybe getting up to 120 sometimes, but I never, no doctor ever brought that up to me. Uh, when you mentioned thyroid, that's something we'll get into later. Um, I think I had a reverse T3 issue mm-hmm. the entire time. I think we put it to bed with fasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's talk about some of the things, um, you know, you did. Well, I mean, let me back up though, uh, before we do that. And you can even talk about what you did before me. Um, but what, you know, what diagnosis is were you given? Were you given any? I mean, what, where were you before you met me? Lyme disease was the first thing that I got. Um, I had a lot of candida in my gut. I remember my wife saying I had terrible toenail fungus. And my wife said, uh, after that, they got after the functional medicine doctor that I was working with cleared that up. She goes, okay, I'm a believer now. Yeah. She said I had alligator toes. But, um, you know, a lot of candida, a lot of gut issues. I didn't really have digestive issues at that time. That manifested later. Um, yeah, you know what? By the way, with my sickness, it was the same thing. I didn't have gut issues at first. You know, that just, that came later as I eroded, honestly. Do you think that's, I think the ketogenic diet does a really good job of showing us what our weaknesses are. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I do. Because it stresses the cell. It stresses the mitochondria. It puts, a, you know, a stress which I call my, you know, mitochondrial fitness, right? When we stress it via ketosis or fasting, mm-hmm. it lights up the areas of problem. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Lyme disease, I definitely, you know, gosh, what did I do? A Western blot, I had maybe one band. It was interesting. Um, when you and I saw each other, I had been, I had, I, had, I guess there's, there's multiple bands that have to be positive for it to be a, yeah. a, a positive I didn't have right. multiple bands, but I had the one that really means you have it. And so what you told me that, man, and what that really, what really resonated with me was I had been in contact with it. I think once I got mm-hmm. out of the moldy home, my body wasn't being, my immune system wasn't being so suppressed. And we were able to really chase that off with some of the herbals that we were using. Mm-hmm. So you know, the diagnosis was Lyme. We found the mold, the whole time they're saying, we think you're in a moldy home. I'm saying, there's no way. I'm in this beautiful house that we're renting. Um, but come to find out, you know, Clemson University said it's one of the worst cases they've ever seen. Um, uh, they moved us out, renovated it, didn't do anything. But uh, one day I was moving the, the, uh, some appliances around and water shot up out of the floor, found six or seven layers of linoleum that were complete black mold. It was up under where we were sleeping. Uh, so when we got out of that environment, a lot of that went away. And that's about the time you and I met each other. Yeah, you know, that's amazing. I forgot about that until you actually said that. But, um, you know, of course, mold is somewhat something I sniff out literally in oh, people's yeah. lives, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm asking them about their environment. I'm asking them about their home. You know, I mean, in nine times out of 10, it's, uh, yeah, I don't see any mold. It smells fine to me. That was the case for you. So, I mean, how did you, how did that go about? Like, what was it from? Was there a slow leak? What, what was the deal? Oh, so it's kind of serendipitous, man. The, my whole journey has been you know, God's always been looking out for me and I get the right thing when I need it. And I met the uh, functional medicine doctor and he goes, you know what, Mitch, there's just things aren't making sense. I think you've got mold in your home. And I went, yeah, right, dude. I get in the, in the car, throw on a podcast. It's Dave Asprey's Bulletproof Radio. And he's doing a free, he's just, he just released his uh, documentary, Moldy. Highly recommend any of the listeners check that out. And um, he was doing a free at-home mold test he was giving away. So I went, you know, what the heck, let's try it. I got it. Uh, I, I, I uh, did the test. We're on vacation a couple of weeks later. We get the results back. And the numbers, what you want to see is you want to see the same bacteria inside the house as outside the house, but you want to see a significantly less amount inside the house. Mine were ex- exponentially more inside the house. 
And so I went, something's up here. So we let our landlord know. Um, they, <laughs> this is, it's kind of an epidemic in this neighborhood. This was happening to a lot of people, we found out. And a lot of people were having Lyme symptoms, which we know that Lyme and mold uh, mirror each other. So they uh, put us up in a hotel for like a month as I'm going through the worst Lyme detox of my life. That's called Herxheimer, uh, Herx, Herxing, a Herxheimer reaction. So I'm like, you know, I couldn't remember my name after lunchtime, you know, was, was drinking 400 milligrams of caffeine just to stay awake during the day and was just in hell. And uh, they told us they remediated, remediated it. We moved back in and almost, and I, and I felt better while I was out and we moved back in and all the symptoms come back. And now I feel like I'm crazy, right? Because like all this anxiety and insomnia that was really getting better while we were gone, it's getting worse. And so, you know, I bring that up to them. They tell me I'm crazy. We were literally about to get physical. Um, and so we, I, I had to accept it. And so a couple of weeks later, I'm serendipitous again. I'm, uh, I happened to move a refrigerator. Like, why would I be removing a refrigerator? But when I did, water shot up out of the floor. And I went, what is that? And I just start, I mean, I start tearing. And something you said earlier, we want to please find something wrong with me. All these right. crazy symptoms. Right. And I'm like, Eureka! You know, I'm calling everybody, specifically the, the gentleman who wanted to tell me I was crazy. Uh, they moved us out that night. Um, they paid for a lot of stuff uh, to, for us to move and get into a new home. I started getting better. Um, but, you know, later we found out that, like I said, uh, a lot of people were having similar issues in these old mill homes that were, you know, 50 to 100 years old that had been just remodeled. And, you know, you can paint the pig, but, you know, it's still, still, still muddy in there. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's amazing, right? So many people living in mold don't know it because it's, it, you know, you don't smell it when you live there, right? Mm -hmm, right. You know, maybe if I walked into your home, I'd smell it, but um, oftentimes you don't. It's hidden. It's behind walls. It's not out in the open. So, of course, you don't see mold. Right. You know, that's, the, that's the point. It's growing somewhere dark and somewhere where you don't see behind a mm -hmm. wall, under a floor. I mean, I, I just had another guy, same thing. Um, it was in his bedroom. And the same thing. I mean, he started lifting floor and it's like there, there it was, it was under the floor uh, the whole time. And they think it was maybe coming down from the attic. But fact is, is that how do you know, right? And, unless you start going, you know what? It, I moved into this house and I've gotten worse, yeah. right? It's like, and then you start putting it together. Um, I hate mold. I do oh, because, yeah. because it's hidden. It's so evil. It's such a nasty biotoxin. And be clear, those that are listening, we're not talking about a mold allergy here. We're not talking about sniffles. We're not talking about, you know, hard to breathe. No, we're talking about biotoxic illness that disrupts your immune system, disrupts your hypothalamus, thalamus, thyroid, adrenals, every hormone in your body, blunts the cells, hormone receptors, drives inflammation, creates crazy. That's all I can tell you. Oftentimes creates pain, creates weight loss resistance, creates absolute sensitivities beyond belief. And I'm telling you, um, there's not an easy test to run. There's not an easy test to run in your home. You got lucky. The, the results were high enough that I've had people pass air tests, different things, but a lot of molds, they don't spore and it's hard yeah. to you know, pick it up on a spore test. So be cautious. One thing you can do is go to vcstest.com. It's a starting place, not perfect, you know, has a 10%, 8%. Um, inaccuracy. However, start there. Did you take a VCS test? Was it? Um... Not until I started working with this, this functional medicine doctor I've been working with for the past two years. That was that, oh. the vision test. Is that right? Yeah, the vision test. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah it, I have it, done it. Yeah, I mean, it just gives people a place to start when you fail that test. It's like, okay, you know, may, maybe there is uh, something yeah. because people we, with biotoxic illness really fail it hard. When we uh, when we do move now, we have like a, a remediation company that we really like. Um, although the tests are not as, as as great as they could be, or you know, be a, can't be a hundred percent. Um, we've got a company that we really like. And so we just moved to the home that we're in now. And we, um, we had them come out and check everything out to make sure everything's good. And, you know, it's, it's really, I'm here in the South, man. It's, it's humid. It's hot. You know, there's a lot of moisture. And, you know, now that we've got, we've got hurricanes and flooding, you know, that's when it really gets nasty. Yeah. And I, I want to point it out, uh, point this out to people too, that even constant humidity above 50 in your home, basement, whatever it is, will form mold. It's sure. enough moisture in the air to actually create a mold problem, especially in HVAC systems, air conditioning units. So be very cautious. You know, Mitch, we have a company now um, that I don't think that we, you know, we were working with it uh, when uh, I was working with you, but it's called Pure Maintenance. And if I would move into a new place today, I would have Pure Maintenance come in and spray. It's non-toxic works amazing and have given many people's lives back but you know caution folks if you don't get to the water source then it's a temporary fix so you have to figure out where your moisture is coming from what's feeding the mold and then this stuff can be a much cheaper uh solution than you know ripping out a lot of the mold and it gets this stuff's a nanoparticle so it goes behind walls which is nice too but anyways when you move you just kind of do this ahead of time it's cheap enough where you can actually mm -hmm. do that and I would throw in the EMF. That's another thing that I've learned since then is to have someone come out. And yeah. I, uh, I moved into a house after we worked together. We get there. I'm like sleeping good for the first time in my life. I'm, I was on benzos. I got off of that. Um, you know, just sleeping through the night was a huge thing for me, not having anxiety. And then we move into this house. And within the first two nights, I'm not going to sleep. Like I'm just laying wide awake, can't go to bed. And I'm like, what's going on? And you said it earlier. If what I've learned from functional medicine is if something's going on, a big shift like that, it's look in your environment. Yeah. And so immediately I go, there's got to be EMS in here. Now I had an EMS specialist come to the house while they're, they're wiring the house, but it wasn't thrown all the way up yet. The wiring wasn't all the way in. So guess what? Wiring is a huge issue. And so we didn't catch that. And so when he comes in to the house, you know, a, a week after two, we, two weeks, we've been there, the first house that we bought. Um, he goes, he knows my story. He's had Lyme before. He's had people who have, uh, who, are, who have traumatic experiences like Lyme and mold and uh, heavy metals and all these things were, were more susceptible to, to, to EMS or the cancer. Right. Exactly. And he understood that when he walked in that house, you know, he could really feel it. He's like, Mitch, you got to get out of here right now. And so hearing that, I mean, I, I talk a lot about the, I mean, the, the fear that was struck in my, in my body after I've just went through all this and I've come out of it. And now I got to go back in because I didn't, dot my eyes and cross my teeth. So when we're talking about these different things, the precautions that you can take, uh, it can save a lot of headache. Well, you know, you just hit a really important point. You know, I, I kind of described the perfect storm. We have multiple stressors come together and boom, you know, the catastrophic storm occurs. You know, the, the bucket gets full. And once it's full, now you start reacting to anything stressful. EMF is a stress that look, I, it, it's not good for anybody in high levels, right? But mm -hmm. if your bucket's not full, your body will tolerate it, right? Mm -hmm. But where yours was, your bucket was so full, it couldn't tolerate that. Now, granted, nobody wants to live in a home with that high of EMF. Uh, I'll have Ashley put, I've done some amazing cell TVs 
where experts will come out to your home and you know mitigate these problems first identify them and then you know give you uh, the how to on you know mitigating the problem that that's what happens so did you end up what did you do did you stay in that home did you mitigate it or did you just sell it and move on well so right off the bat right off the bat we uh, we hired a specialist he came in we're like there's, there's a lot of issues here so we confirmed there's a wiring issue we had a, a serious ground current coming in meaning if we turned off all the power to the house there's still current coming in and, and the way that, that that electricity works is it goes in a loop mm-hmm. okay and and if it's and if it's not going, if it's not going back to its home, it's going to spread all over everything, right? And that's what was going on. So it was crawling all in, in the bedroom is where you want the lowest levels. My levels were associated with cancer. I think the number is thirty on, on one of the meters. I don't, I don't know specifically what it was, but thirty was really high. That was associated with cancer. Our numbers were like sixty-five and seventy-five. Wow, they wow. were insane. So and they the, just the came out. Had, they measured that current basically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They measured all. I mean, this dude had so many things. I remember uh, the podcast you did. Was it Brian? Uh, Hoyer, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a really good podcast. You know, so there's a ground current, there's a cell phone tower close by, there's a radio station close by. So my immediate strategy, based on what I learned from you and, and what I've learned from some of the podcasts you've done, was thank thank goodness for fasting and ketosis, right? So I was able to take take the garbage out. I would go into three, four, five day water fast, and that was the only thing that would make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, I was supplementing, found you know ketones was really was really loving those at the time. Uh, fast tonic your product uh, molecular hydrogen was mm-hmm. was downing that you know really trying to get magnesium as much as i can and the hydrogen we know is really good for uh, anti-inflammatory and, and it's so much resources coming out on how awesome that supplement is um one thing is i i was really got into grounding so i understood that if i uh, remember uh, dr S- uh, sinatra you yeah. talked about this at your hcf yeah. and yeah. i'd never forget him talking about uh they were looking at the blood uh, of people and uh, they had been exposed to Wi-Fi's and things like Wi-Fi and cell phones and radio and all that stuff. And basically it looked like ketchup. Their blood did. It's really viscous. And they said that they'd go walk around outside for 15 minutes, come back in and the blood looked normal. And so I remembered that I, uh, I got to where we're in the city and I'm a, little, a country boy and here I am in the middle of downtown Durham, um, which is a big shift for me. And so I, how am I going to take my fit? Actually, the, the ground current was even so bad that you didn't want to walk barefoot out there. And so I would go to a where was it? Where was it coming from? All over that ground current. I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, we had Duke, like, we had the power companies coming out and checking it out. I mean, it was a big deal. Um, we eventually had to move. But for the time being, I would walk over to the park. I would, I would take my shoes off and I'd walk around multiple times a day. And I could even, I even found this grounding strap that you could put on your shoe and, and you could walk around with it and you're, you're constantly grounding. But you had to really be careful around there because you don't want to do it in the house. Um, it kind of makes me think about, remember the, like the grounding mats? Have you ever seen those? Yeah. So that got me in trouble. I, uh, I had a grounding mat. I'm like, oh, it's time to fire this baby up. Uh, I even, we even had a tent at one point that we were sleeping in a canopy. And so I got the canopy in. I had the grounding mat. I threw them up together. But because of this current and the way it was working, I didn't have somebody coming in. Like the, our, our specialist hadn't came in yet to see my setup. I was just excited and wanted to get some good sleep. I, sh- I shocked myself all night long. Um, was actually sleeping good at that point. And all of a sudden, it's four or five times a night. I'm waking up with this electrocution, the, the worst headache I've ever felt. So you actually would shock, I mean, literally create a, a shock. Yeah, it was like I was just being ripped out of sleep. And I was like, what is going on? Oh, okay. You know, yeah, I thought like, you literally felt electricity, but no, you oh, just, yeah. Like, yeah. You know. yeah, it's like it was pulsing, right? I got, I got really, we, we switched everything from. So because it, your ground wasn't grounded. 
Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was a big thing. He showed me, I mean, to get it set up, we had to do so much tinkering. I mean, we put paint on the wall. We put, you know, metal uh, wiring. We, we slept under a canopy, like I mentioned. We had grounding mats that we used strategically. We, we uh, you know, had the uh, power cut off to the house at night, had a kill switch in the bedroom, and uh, everything went from Wi-Fi to, to, uh, to uh, Ethernet. Mm -hmm. um no bluetooth signal in our home you know none of that stuff e even even like our phone i learned that you can turn off location services and cellular data off and that removes like 84 percent of the remission right there mm -hmm. and you can if you can see me here i'm wearing my air tubes mm -hmm. in this house now i don't feel now that i'm out of that environment i don't feel sensitive to it right but i'm gonna i'm gonna mitigate and do everything that i can to to reduce that in my in my environment so we had this specialist come out here and mitigate the home and, and got it really well um you know, we moved from the middle of downtown Durham to uh, more of a kind of out in the, in the woods, you would say, and just really enjoy not hearing the traffic and having a lot less EMF on us. Mm. Yeah, it, it's a problem. You look at the way they're building homes, mold is a problem, right? And then now EMF and electricity is a new problem. Uh, you know, we just, it's hard to get away from it, right? Mm -hmm. And um, especially when you're sleeping in it all night, man, it just, it ruins people's health. And of course, heavy metals. You had heavy metal issues. Um, yeah. Where do you think most of that came from? Oh, well, I worked in construction as a kid. Um, you know, the one thing that we talked a lot about was, you know, the, with the with the blood brain barrier being, uh, you know, what, what am I trying to say, uh, porous or whatever, opened up from the head injuries. Yeah. Maybe it could have got in that way. You know, the doctors yeah. were doing IV chelation with me and giving me freaking uh corella and spirulina yeah. as my binders you know what i mean like i mean how bad is that so i think yeah. i think that contributed to a lot of it i was in the construction industry uh i mean i helped a, a neighborhood a friend out when i was like in high school as my you know my job and uh, i think i might have gotten some there and you know i was a crazy kid i was constantly putting stuff in my mouth i mean who knows who knows what that was no, but I, I think you're right. Look, we get our first dose from our mother, right? That's where we yes, get our first right. dose. If mom had fillings proportional to how much ends up in our brain, you know, and then we just get an accumulation. But the point is, is that you're right. You got a head trauma. It went, what you already had in you started crossing into the brain. You know, it's the brain phase that saved my life, right? It's mm -hmm. like, you have to get it out of the brain. And you're right. People are either doing IVs, using real chelators incorrectly, outside of their half-life, creating more redistribution, or they're using weak binders, herbals like cilantro, corella, which, you know, drove me, me nuts uh, with that too, because I did the exact same stuff, you know, it was making me much worse, uh, you know, so anyways, yeah, so we got to the heavy metals correctly, then your body's able to start clearing infection yeah. and biotoxins, right, got you in a safe environment, you know, hey, you get your life back, you know, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's and when you're detoxing at the cellular level, that's that's everything, right? I mean, that, that's uh, that's the key. So, and then the fasting strategies. Yeah. Um, wh what else was really in your mind was like, man, this was pivotal for me. Uh, mitigating it, you know, getting, getting, having him come in and, and rewire the house. And I mean, yeah. we had the, with the, the kill switches and um, doing that kind of thing, regular detoxing. I mean, I have to keep going back to that. I mean, other than that, you know, I had another traumatic event that happened right after that. I remember reaching out to you. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, <laughs> so we start to mitigate the EMF and uh, I'm going to see a client one day and miss a stop sign, texting and driving, don't do that. And I get hit by a dump truck and have another traumatic brain injury. And so here I am in this 
EMF environment with another TBI. But again, I met uh, Dr. Pooja Wentworth. Do you remember her? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know Pooja well. Yeah, yeah so she, uh, I ran into her. It, it was, again, serendipitous. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, I went to a, an open house and she had all these fun toys, you know, the amp coil and neurofeedback and all this cool stuff, infrared saunas, red lights. And I'm like, oh, this is my place. And I see your, I see uh, Revelation Health on the wall. And I'm like, do you know Dr. Pompa? And he's like, she's like, yeah. And so we ended up being like best friends and she ended up helping me. But whenever I uh, had that head injury, I knew I needed to call her. And I said, hey, you know, this is what's going on. Um, day one, I was neurological. I was shaking. I was really scared. I didn't know what like, I mean, I was very grateful to be alive, yeah. right? I was like, I can't believe I made it. But I call her. She goes, Mitch, you know what you got to do. And I'm like, I got to fast, right? <laughs> and so she, we did uh, three days water fasting, five days fasting mimicking diet and I felt so good by day two or day three everybody was having to like hold me down they're like you know I'm again I'm so grateful I'm like I can't believe I made it um but again fasting saved my life Tor Bright she's double gold medalist uh snowboarder head traumas same thing opened mm -hmm. up her blood brain barrier heavy metals that were in her crossed over uh she had been to expert after expert not getting well Mm -hmm. Between the fasting and the detox, especially the brain phase, you know, mm -hmm. gave her her life back where she was able to compete again, which she thought she would never do. She hits her head again. She's your story. You know, yeah. the trauma. Again. I mean, obviously, she knew what to do. Boom, fasted right away. Right. Same thing happened to my daughter. Two head injuries. Typically, the second one is much worse. But the second one she knew right away went right into a fast, right, yeah. which immediately closes the blood brain barrier, you know, and started just doing brain phases. But yeah, wow, just, you know, so, so many stories like that. You know, when, when people look back in their journey, they don't remember oftentimes the, the injury, the car crash. They don't even know half the time they injured their head, right? You know, oh, they had a scrape on it, right? But they banged their head off a window and, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. But meanwhile, that trauma was enough to, for their brain to shift in their skull, inflame yeah. slightly, and break, you know, open up that blood-brain barrier and oh, yeah. uh, they don't realize that that was the stress that sent their bucket overflowing you know but again the funny thing here is i don't know funny but serendipity again is this is one of the best things that ever happened to me yeah and, and that's the yeah. way i look at all of this and it's because dr puja handed me a book when i walked in there and it was uh, uh two books one was uh, becoming supernatural by joe dispenza mm -hmm. and the other was uh, bruce lipton's um biology of belief Mm -hmm. And reading these two books, you know, one of the things Lipton says is there's three things that cause dis-ease in the body. And that is trauma, yeah. that's toxins, and that is thoughts. And I went, what? So I'd had the traumas, I'd had the toxins, but I hadn't got written. I'd, I'd really fixed those, but I hadn't got rid of the thoughts. I, I considered myself a victim. And if I wake up every day and I think, all, all I focus on is my pain and my suffering, then what am I going to get? I'm going to get more pain and suffering. But if I can, if I can focus on something that I want before the event and I can, I can feel those, those emotions and I can teach my body what it feels like to be in that new reality, quantum physics tells me I'm there. And yeah. so Dr. Pompa, I started meditating. Uh, I got very, so much more spiritual than I'd ever been talking to God and thanking him every day for, these these challenges that i've been through because these are the these are the clients that find me now and the, the clients that find me are the ones that have, have got the same stuff that i've gotten through you know uh, fatty liver and pre-diabetes and 
you know, your, your fasting strategies and, and the things that you taught me and how to mitigate these things, how to, how to stop the damage and that the body wants to heal. We just got to get out of its way, you know? Yeah. And uh, if you think you're a victim, then yeah, you're a victim. And yeah. that was a big turning point for me as well. You know, the, we don't realize just how powerful the brain is, right? And that mm -hmm. innate intelligence that's there. Part of the brain, the limbic system, just spends and talks a lot about it, obviously. And, uh, you know, it's there to save our life. It's all it wants to do is save our life day in, day out. However, uh, it can be driving and driven, trying to save your life because of thoughts, trapped yep. emotions, traumas, yep. right? And you, you literally have to rewire that. Right. And that's what a lot of your prayer meditation did is rewire that mm -hmm. limbic system. And by the way, folks, that's where you store your memories. Right. So, for example, if you know, I remember years ago getting bit by a child, a second one, my limbic system was wired to fear these dogs. Right. So I, I, I literally would see I would get the reaction that I would. Right. I mean, it was like the adrenaline, the whole thing, because my my limbic system you know, would see the child. There was a stored memory about the chow in the parahippocampus, and it would send out all of the signals and upregulate this survival mechanism. The problem is, is that happened to me when I would sniff a chemical, small yeah. amounts of anything. I would upregulate that same system. You have to change your thoughts Absolutely. to literally downregulate that system. Have you, you have you heard of the program? I think the listeners would benefit from this. Have you heard of DNRS, Dynamic uh, Neural Training yeah, System? Um, yeah, Leaf, uh, Carolyn Leaf. Yeah, yeah. I, um, that's not right. It's a... Uh... Yeah, Carol Leaf does it. She teaches it. Now, so does a, um, Dr. Gupta. Gup uh, Shanja Gupta, does, or uh, no, Gupta does another one. I've heard of that one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. But I, uh, I did that as well. I combined the, the meditations in the morning with the DNRS. And now I'm, I'm training to learn this process called mental and emotional release, where we, we work with the subconscious mind. A lot of the work that I understood uh, from Joe and from Bruce uh, taking all of that and, and taking what I learned in DNRS and the meditations and taking a client through a, a subconscious uh, protocol where we're able to really tease out those thoughts and memories because what's the subconscious there to do? It's there to protect us. So it's going to forget those things, just like you said. And the limbic system, if it's just overacting and, and, and causing all these sensitivities to be more and more, and uh, you're going to be, you're going to be avoiding things more than you were before. I mean, if we can calm down that limbic system and we can go into the subconscious mind and understand why we are, are, are even making these decisions, maybe why this accident happened. Did I draw this event to me because of something that happened in my past and understanding that and going through a process to release that um, the, the emotional healing, I, I think was, I mean, it was huge for me. And that was kind of like the nail in the coffin. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I, I bet you a lot of people watching and listening that that's their last and final step yeah. is they, you know, have to really, you know, change the way that limbic system's wired, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it, it's too simple to say change your thoughts, right? You literally, it's neuroplasty. You have to change the way, way your brain is wired, but that also happens through thoughts, mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, you know, but literally through the way you think about your past, your traumas, your present uh, exposures is what gives you a different wiring around mm -hmm. those traumatic pathways that are causing your body to be in this constant state of inflammation. Yeah. So I, I hope people understand that, that literally your, your brain's running a wire, you know, a, like a, think about it, sending signals down a certain pathway that are very traumatic and sympathetic to your body. Mm -hmm. You have to literally say, okay, we're not going to go down that pathway. We're going to go down another pathway. 
that doesn't drive my body into this sympathetic uh, situation, right? And, and physically unhealthy situation. Well, you know, the first step is awareness. And, and most people are asleep at the wheel, right? Oh. They do the same thing every single day. They wake up, they have the coffee, they get in the car, they go to work, they hurry up and have lunch, they hurry up and have dinner, they hurry up and go to bed and hurry up and do it all over again. But what we're talking about here is, is, is looking at these unconscious thoughts and emotions and deciding, you know, first, who put it there? Is it still serving me? And do I want to do it? And mm -hmm. so just being aware of those thoughts, waking up now, I'm no longer the program. I'm looking, I'm the observer looking at the program and I can decide mm -hmm. what I want to change. And the more that I could observe myself behaving in, in a way that the old self mm -hmm. would behave and I can say, stop change. And, and if I can even do something different, well, then now quantum physics, Joe, Joe, those guys are telling us that you are rewiring the brain. Absolutely. Well, you know, you had some specific things um, that you learned on the way along the way too um, about the thyroid. I had mentioned the thyroid earlier. You said, okay, let's get back to that later. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you learn about thyroid? So, so after the traumatic, uh, the second traumatic brain injury, um, and notice how I say the, I'll never call it my. That's, that's something for people that are listening to this. That's not my disease. That's not my injury. That's that's the injury. It's not it's not me. And so after the, the second head injury, I started getting, I had a really, really rough time with post-concussion syndrome. I, I uh, couldn't walk more than 20 minutes at a time. I um, could do like easy yoga. I remember going to a, a geriatric yoga and all these old ladies just kicking my butt, right? But that is, that's part of the limbic system because I started avoiding those things and I started being afraid of those things. And so they got more and more sensitive and that's where DNR has helped. But eventually, uh, I worked through the exercise, but I just had this fatigue. It wouldn't go away. It was just crushing me. Um, fasting really helped it, um, but it would only help for a period of time and come back. And so we look at my, um, my blood work and testosterone's low. Okay, we went, oh, we got it. Let's, let's just put him on testosterone. Put me on testosterone. The first doctor I worked with uh, gave me a super physiological dose, gave me a 200 milligram shot uh, in the butt while intramuscularly while I'm there and um, sent me on my way. Now, I've also learned how to dose testosterone appropriately if you're gonna go that route. And it's gonna be multiple times a week. You know, your body does not shoot a big load of testosterone into you and you ride that up. You're gonna have all kinds of peaks and valleys and you're gonna feel like crap. But what happened to me was for the first three days, I felt amazing, Dr. Pompa. I was, I was napping and most people don't respond that quick. Usually it's six to eight weeks where you can even feel anything. I was a hyper responder. I felt it immediately. And I think that's because my limbic system was so fired up and I've learned how to read my body through all this process. Mm -hmm. So after three days, all of a sudden I can't sleep at night again. My heart's pounding. Um, if I looked at my HRV, if I tracked that, I was having 200 ventricular beats in a five minute session. It was just, my heart rate went from about 40 to about 95 resting. Um, fasting wouldn't bring it down. It was really starting to scare me. And what we eventually worked with my functional medicine doctor I work with now and um, found out it was a thyroid issue. So it uncovered, we should have, we probably should have in retrospect, probably should have went after the thyroid first, uh, but, but the testosterone is what we, you know, and, and as a male, I'm like, all right, testosterone, this is gonna be awesome. If I look back on my labs for 10 years, I was low testosterone, but nobody was checking my thyroid. So most doctors are going to check your TSH only, they might look at your T4, but they're not going to look at free T3. They're not going to look at free T4. They're not going to look at reverse T3 mm -hmm. unless you've got a really good doctor. And so um, when I'm having all these issues, my functional medicine like, this does not make sense. So, you know, we tried so many different protocols and everything would just give me this extreme anxiety. 
I would wake, I would go to bed at 10 p.m. and wake up at midnight with the worst anxiety. Like it was hellacious. I don't know how to describe it. Like, I couldn't hardly breathe. It was so bad. Um, and so we found out I had a, a really bad reverse T3 issue. I was lucky enough to have a doctor that was well informed and she put me on T3 only. Um, and most doctors are going to give you T4, but if you can't convert T4 to T3, then it's useless. T4 is a storage yeah. hormone. T3 right. is a active hormone. And so over the last three to six months, I have been figuring out those doses. I'm taking my temperatures. I got to take it four or five times a day, uh, taking my temperatures, looking at my blood pressure, looking at my heart rate, um, and, and, and learning how to do that. And, and finally, you know, literally in the past couple of weeks, I've started to feel more like myself again. And so I think it's just really important to, to check those labs, to work with a doctor that understands. And, you know, a lot of times T4 only, which is, I think that's called cytomel. Um, yeah. People just don't do that well with it from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah. No, the conversion is the, is the key. Well, you know, even some of the, the diet strategies, I mean, like said, you know, you've been through ketosis, you know, we've, we took you through many uh, diets, diet yeah. variations. Carnivore diet, I know, helped your psoriasis, um, which I'm a fan of. I, I'm not a fan of staying in the carnivore diet, but how did mm -hmm. you use it? So I use, I believe your book, um, the one fast that you do, that's what I remember uh, Dr. Pooja recommended that. She's like, why don't we try Dr. Pompa's bone broth fast? And so we did bone broth fast followed by two weeks of the, the, uh, the carnivore diet. Um, and, that, and just for people listening, that's just eating all meat and fat, yeah, no vegetables, yeah. nothing, no fruit, no vegetables, just meat and fat. Yeah. And, um, I found out for me that I needed a lot more fat than most people do. So I, I, uh, you know, I couldn't just eat, just eat protein. I needed a lot of organs. You know, I was really eating a lot of kidney and liver and heart and spleen and you know, anything I could really get my hand, bone broth, bone marrow. Um, you know, I, I don't, I agree with you. I don't think it's a long-term strategy at all. And I see a lot of people that are in a lot of trouble, uh, trying to do that long-term. But for me in one week, it knocked down my psoriasis went away and mm -hmm. it was, it was all over I me. Mean, it was bad. It was all over my face. And, um, you know, I also had a histamine issue at the same time. And so I had to get the freshest meat. I had to freeze it leftovers. I had to keep everything frozen and only take it out. And I found out the, uh, the air fryer was like my saving grace at that time, because you can take a frozen steak, you can throw it in there with some salt, some, you know, if, if you're doing spices or something like that, you can throw that on there. And that was my, my saving grace. I was able to beat that down over a couple months. Um, and then I found the autoimmune paleo diet. And that's, that's really, that it, when I have clients that are interested in the carnivore diet for, for gut health, um, you know, for, for autoimmune, I, I tend to kind of point them more towards, when, when I first found out about autoimmune, the autoimmune paleo diet, I was not willing to do it. It just seemed too strict. But that was the most freeing thing that, that, ever, that I ever did because I did about six months of it. Symptoms got really well, really a lot better and slowly reintroduced foods one at a time. Now those foods are gonna be grains, nightshades, uh, milk. Um, uh, let's see, what else? What am I forgetting here? Um, nuts, nuts are a big one and eggs for some people. Now for me, I could handle the eggs, but I, I can't handle any of the other ones. And finding that out and avoiding those, that's freedom. You know, for me, this is the best year my psoriasis has ever been. Mm. And it's because, you know, other things that you also share with me, the, the red light therapy and, um, you know, the juve light, that certainly helped. But the, the autoimmune paleo diet was, was amazing. And I'm just always really excited to share that with people whenever they have that kind of issue and just show them my pictures and say, look, man, I mean, 
my, my mom and dad, we were kind of laughing yesterday. They were like, hey, do you want this tomato? And I'm like, I would love that tomato. But do you guys understand, like, my skin is better than it's been in 10 years. And I don't have any joint pain. I couldn't play golf for six or seven years, dude. Now I can play, I can play three rounds a day if I want to. I have, no, I have uh, zero you know, back pain. You'll, you'll get to a level, you know, you're still healing that you'll be able to eat those foods again. But mm-hmm. it could be uh, years before your, your immune system downregulates completely. Yeah. You know, and, um, but for right now, you're, you know, you're, you're exactly where you need to be. Oh, if I, I, we, we went the other day, uh, we went to a, a burger restaurant and they had, uh, it said peanut oil. And I was like, ah, I'm fine. And, um, had like a couple of my wife's fries, wasn't even thinking about it. And that, not, and I hadn't had a reaction. Now my reactions are not like they, what they used to be. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, I, yeah. I can tell it other people can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'll wake up in the middle of the night itching and hot and I'm like, Oh, that, that small little dose can do it. Now you can get away with things. You know, I can get away with some paprika eggs aren't a problem for at all. Um, if, if a nut is in something, you know, no big deal. I can have some goat cheese, but I don't make that a, a regular thing. And if I do, I'm right back where I started, but yeah. I should mention this. When you do have a flare, what do you do? You fast. And I, I had a client today that said, hey, she has colitis. She hit me up. She's like, hey, I didn't hit you up all weekend because I've had a stomach issue. I'm like, what did you eat? And she said, you know, I can't really trace it back to anything. What do you think I should do? I'm like, you should fast for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. This is somebody that hasn't really gotten It's done a little bit of ketosis, a um, little bit of fasting. I'm like, just do 24, 36. And, and uh, even, even colds, you know, yeah. you get a cold. Uh, and that's something that's also can tell me that I'm healing from an autoimmune if you start to, to, to actually get colds um if i get a cold it's gone in 24 hours as soon as i notice a sniffle um i'll start fasting and then i'm, I'm back to, to, yeah. to good again i'm a big fan of trt um i know you had experience with it tell us testosterone replacement therapy yes i'm well you kind of talked about it i mean i'm sorry i thought it was the machine trt you were talking about oh that. no no yeah i was talking you testosterone know. replacement therapy yeah, yeah yeah trt is tissue regenerative therapy yeah, and, haven't, um, haven't done that. I've heard you talk uh, yeah, about Yeah, I love this thing. I was like, oh, man, Mitch, Mitch found that out. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of our docs have them. They're, they're incredible. It's actually a shockwave system. Um, okay, the, uh, last... the Gaines wave deal? What's it? No, it's very different. Gaines wave is a radial device. This is a different uh, okay. A di- okay. different device. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan of it. But anyway, um, the psychedelics help you with a lot of the, the mental stuff. Talk about that. Because it's not, you know, I, I haven't talked a lot about that on the show. You know, but, um, you know, there's a place for it. It acts as a hormetic, uh, mm-hmm. meaning horm- hormesis is we add a stress to the body. The body adapts. How did it help you? So I, I've always uh, enjoyed them recreationally, even growing up. Um, and, and even through a lot of the, my, my brother committed suicide, um, had a lot of, you know, all the trauma that I've been through. And I would, you know, go camping with a cousin and we would, you know, get around a fire all night and eat some and just like purge these, these traumas. And so I knew they were healing, but I didn't know what I was doing with it until I you know, got into this work, into uh, functional medicine and started, I was at a functional medicine uh, conference a couple of years ago, and they were talking about how they had a picture and they showed, this is your brain communicating, right? And there's a couple, you know, strands going here and there. Um, but then they said, this is your brain on psilocybin. And it looked more connected than you can ever imagine. And what the guy described is it's going to increase uh, neurogenesis, neuroplasticity, right? So now when you're taking psilocybin, even if it's a microdose, now your brain's communicating like it hasn't, or, or it's communicating all over. There's no restrictions. Uh, the, the analogy that he gave was 
you know, have you ever been, you know, you, you're out in Park City. Uh, when you go skiing and it's the end of the day, you got all these, these ruts, right? And you can only take certain, certain trails, right? But psilocybin is like a, a fresh snow. It allows you to go wherever you want. And so when I heard that, and I understood like Paul Stamets, his protocol is um, most, most of what I was doing is microdosing. And uh, so it's like 0.2, 0.3, a subperceptual dose. You're not really feeling it. You're just thinking a little bit differently. Uh, you combine that with niacin and lion's mane. And I would also combine that with uh, flotation therapy. So now that's from the, the repair, the concussion repair manual is really good book for people who uh, maybe have a loved one or, or have had a traumatic brain injury. And that's what the first thing they recommend was, was float therapy. And I think Ben was the one that said that, like, hey, combine Yeah, the float therapy is, uh, Ben has it in his house, actually. But yeah, it's like floating on a magnesium bath. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, you know, I was, I was doing all, I was rewiring my brain and, and doing all these neuroplastic things. And if I could do that once or twice a month, you know, I felt like that was, you know, getting me further down the road. Now, when we talk about emotional healing and going a little bit deeper, I always felt like the more of the dose that you do is a little bit deeper, the problem that you're going to be solving. Is it like a, a relationship thing with you and your spouse? Like you guys can take a little bit and, and communicate a little bit better. Maybe that, that filter, the, you know, the, the conscious mind, let's see, the unconscious mind perceives like millions of bits of information at a per second. The conscious mind does like 126. So if you've got a, a barn full of hay, you're grabbing up some straws, right? So what, and, and those filters are how we see the world. And so when that filter is completely dissolved and your, and your ego is um, out, of the, out of the equation, well, you can see things for what they are and you can work through some really tough stuff. And so that's what, that's what I found that I was doing when I, I thought I was escaping at some point, you know, hey, I'm just trying to get away from reality. But what I was really doing is going deep into my subconscious and deep into my body and, and processing a lot of this trauma that I've been holding on to for a really yeah, long people time. People use ayahuasca, NDMA. I mean, there's a, a lot of different... Um, uh, what's the thought, the frog venom, um, uh, five MEO DMT. Yeah. What's the one they refer to it as uh, combo, com, com, combo, combo is one you can, you can get combo. I've been looking at that. Um, you can get combo combo is what you would do before, uh, a, a, a plant medicine ceremony to kind of clear things out. It's a purging chemical. I think they, they burn into your arm and you, you're going to purge and um, yeah, it just, it puts the toxin in basically yeah. it adds a stress and, mm -hmm. It, the body, it activates uh, the immune system. And I know people have really, it helped their Lyme, but to your point too, is it even helped some of the trapped emotions uh, in yeah. the subconscious. So, but I mean, I say with the caveat of these things can really open you up, um, you know, especially doing too much. I hear that from a lot of people like, Hey, I just ate a handful. Like really you need to work with somebody that knows what they're doing. I did not do that. I'm not going to say that I did. Um, but you know, I feel like I had a lot of experience growing up with it and, and, uh, could use it in a, a smarter way than if somebody was to just not know what's going on, at least do your research. The more, yeah. you know, the more, you know, the yeah. more you can expect something. If you go into these event, into these, uh, experiences and you just get ripped open. Well, you know, and, mentally, and for me, I look, I come from it from a Christian perspective. It's one thing if you keep it physical, but it's mm -hmm. another when, people oftentimes add a weird spiritual thing and i'm totally against that so yeah, yeah. Uh, to your you know to your point be careful do you know you know make sure you do it with someone that mm -hmm. knows what to do right mm -hmm. and and secondly you know be careful because there can be some weird spiritual stuff around it too. oh yeah i mean set an intention you know go in with a with a i mean do your research set an intention 
and do it with someone you love in a, in a, or somebody that you trust. It's, it's probably better to have a, a sitter, someone who's sober that can watch you, can calm you down. And, um, you know, these, these experienced uh, practitioners are going to be able to facilitate that. Yeah. And, and more and more, they're, they're popping up everywhere. It's, it is. I mean, it's, it's entering more into a medical setting than kind of like um, some of the other settings <laughs> we'll yeah, keep it, no, exactly. say it like that but uh yeah um but listen uh Mitch Martin, we're actually out of time holy cow that was amazing uh in a short period of time we, we laid a lot of gold nuggets along the way you have to go yeah. back and pick them up folks uh how can people find more about you uh my website is mitchweb.com and if there's anybody um out there that's listening to the show i'll give a free consult to anybody that reaches out beautiful and my uh, social media is k at k mitch Webb, and that's on instagram and, and I, I think that if, you know, this level of, of this next we, toxins, traumas, and thoughts, and like you said earlier, right, thoughts has become this area of expertise with you, you know, and so um, that's awesome, man. You yeah. definitely have learned a lot, and I'm glad you're on this side. You're in the yeah. purpose, man. Yeah. Pain to purpose, Mitch. I knew hey, it would happen one day. <laughs> I, I have you to thank. I mean, I, I can't. I'm so grateful for our time together and what you taught me and uh, just really challenging me to say, hey, Mitch, you know, I'm, I'm not going to just tell you what to do. I'm going to teach you how to do it because you're, you're here for a reason. You're meant to help people. And uh, Amen. That Amen. Means so much to me. The value is in the learning. If you learn to do it, you know, that's, that's how you, we get our lives back, isn't it? Thank you, Mitch. Appreciate you sharing your testimony. You're, you're given back. And that's, uh, that's always what we ask. Uh, thank thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Dr. Pompa. Hey, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Cyto Detox. Look, podcasts cost money. There's a lot of production uh, going around this, but uh, we are grateful to have Cyto Detox as one of the sponsors. It's so easy for me to talk about the product because myself and my family use it constantly as we practice what I preach for over 15 years. I've talked about and taught doctors and the public about cellular detox. And I'll tell you, Cyto was a breakthrough. Cyto was a breakthrough for us. Um, and it's changed so many lives. So we're grateful that they sponsor Cellular Healing TV. It makes sense, doesn't it? They should. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing Cyto Detox product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit detoxoffer.com. Again, that's detoxoffer.com. Well, that's it for this week. The materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you would like to purchase some of the supplements mentioned on this show, please visit the site as seen on chtv.com and use the code chtv15 for 15% off. Again, that's as seen on chtv.com. Use the code chtv15 for 15% off. And as always, thanks for listening.